Hey folks, it's about that time. It's part two of Pete Lingus's interview. I hope you enjoy it. We had a good time. There are riots going on. Oh shoot. Um, people were destroying cars, people were destroying shops. Um, things were just very, pretty bad, honestly. Yeah. And so I remember driving back from school, um, got home. Immediately we had to close our gates. I was like, oh, okay, what's going on? And then immediately I remember just like lying under the bed. I was like, wait, what's what's going on? So I just remember Paul and I, my brother, mm-hmm. we were just there at home. And I was like, hey, are, is my dad going to come home? Is my mom going to come home? And so we got this, get this phone call. My mom was like, I can't come home right now. The riot, the rioters are too, it's just too busy. I can't, I don't want to go. So I have to stay at my friend's house. I'm like, oh, that sucks. That's, That's kind of scary. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, then another phone call. Dad was like, I, I can't come home. Then I was like, so is this Paul and I all night? Mm. Riders outside. At least this, this is my little brain back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, it could be nothing. It could have been like completely insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. In my mind, I'm like rioters are, anyways, going crazy outside because my mom couldn't come home. My dad couldn't come home. Things must have been pretty bad. Yeah, sounds yeah. like 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. we'll, we'll cut that off. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, my bad. <laughs> no worries. Yeah, I mean, almost similar. <laughs> the mental anguish was probably yeah, yeah, very yeah. similar. Honestly, yeah, my bad. I'll no, you're good. Sure. Um, and so it felt like the next morning my mom comes home finally able and it's like let's let's go this is too crazy. That's crazy so we just pack up um, just into one suitcase I remember this massive suitcase or just our clothes I couldn't take anything else just clothes clothes on our back and we left and we left the country wow. oh so, snap so that's what I meant by I felt like we, we lost everything where'd you guys go I mean so first step we went to Thailand so I was born there right and so I had an aunt that lived there so we were there um, for about two, three months, and just trying to, I think, figure things out because we just like wanted to leave. And so then my uncle, who um, is my mom's brother, so I, we stayed with my mom's sister first in Thailand, then we stayed with my, um, eventually moved to the US and stayed with my mom's brother, my uncle, in Loma Linda, of oh, all places. Nice. So my first move was to good old Loma Linda nice. right here. Nice. And so that was a quick stop, though. Then eventually moved up to Angwin, which is up in the Northern California region. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I guess the reason why I said that um, was mainly, number one, yeah, we left everything. Right. We just came with the clothes on our backs. And so we came to a country where we were not established at all. Yeah. You know, I, was, I came over on a student visa. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had a student visa, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> Take me to court. Yeah, and my mom, you know, came over trying to get a work visa. Um, thankfully, she got sponsored eventually. Mm-hmm. But before that, you know, she, I just remember going to, she was cleaning houses. Mm-hmm. So she was like a director at a, a lab tech company. My dad was a director of like hotel chains. Mm-hmm. And so he was unemployed for almost a year. Mm-hmm. And my mom had to clean. I remember we didn't have any food, so my mom actually received food from one of her, you know, people that she was working for. It's like, hey, take this home. So I remember just eating oh. that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, so like, it was like, so you know the the struggle, the life. struggle, the struggle. Yeah. And yeah. so, so like Indonesia was like, you know how it is there. Like, there's like cheaper labor, so you get like a driver, you get like a maid, yeah. you yeah. get like a cook. Yeah. And so coming from that, imagine as a kid coming to the U.S. with like food scraps. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. that's quite life-changing for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but my parents always had a great attitude. My parents always had this spirit of gratitude that that's I felt good. like it actually transferred to me. And so that's after so awesome. seeing my parents grind, my parents just give everything. My mom would work, like, two jobs just to, like, pay for us. Yeah. yeah. And so that transition when I was 12 to, you know, and then they paid for my schooling and whatnot, went to a private school. And so 
that just developed a spirit of gratitude and that propelled me throughout my career and so even now like when I think about like oh life's so hard I think back to those days and like life's not hard no. <laughs> yeah. guys, like we yeah. have it so easy like yeah, man, yeah. man like anyways. there's a lot of personal problems with, yeah, yeah yeah right and so anyways yeah so I guess that was from nothing to right. you know God's blessed us with a business like that's crazy from that is, that's someone awesome. that had nothing yeah. to something now like that's amazing that yeah. is so awesome yeah. like your business problems are just good problems to have now yeah, yeah and yeah. so I take it as like a life challenge it's yeah. like hey we have a problem in the business like if I if I lose the business tomorrow I'm okay because mm-hmm. I came from nothing yeah, so yeah. how can I maximize my time with the time that I have with my staff my time with the business and my patients mm-hmm. so how do you prevent burnout with all of that I was going to say on? like yeah. dude I feel like you know you're doing so much like how yeah. do I kind of like mentally stay the sharp I guess yeah um, so there's this book um, it's called Profit First and from Profit the outlook First. of it it might be like more like hey money money thing yeah. um, what I learned from it is time budgeting and so you actually have oh. to like take a look at your time and you know like Ron said earlier learn to delegate certain things whether it be to delegate to certain people or just cut out certain things in your life and so I've kind of gotten to the point now where I I know what gives me energy I know what burns me out I know what I need to do in my business I know what I need to do outside of my business to charge me up like such as ministry mm-hmm. and so trying to juggle certain things and just find that sweet spot yeah. and it's not perfect all the time yeah. um, but uh, definitely number one is exercise if people you know all those entrepreneurs wake up at 4.30 and yeah. run like yeah. I was like back then I was like why do they do that now I'm like oh man that's you wake so up at 4.30? Cool. no no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's more like 6.30, 7.30 but I need to exercise so yeah. that's a way to burn out honestly um, just having uh, in my personal opinion having like a spiritual life is mm. super important because if you again it goes back to gratitude like where is your work coming from yes it's coming from you mechanically doing it but the, the energy comes from I believe from God and so mm. you know exercise physically spiritually just keeping that healthy too mental space is important you know we always talk about that and I'm glad people are talking more about the mental space but just being able to process you know and so you know in, in the little email I also recommended like one of my favorite books is how we love mm-hmm. and so it's a kind of a relational book but you know that helped me understand myself and helped me um, be able to understand okay where is my pressure tank right now how much stress am i feeling right now and how do i manage that mm-hmm. and so yeah we can definitely dive into that because i love talking about that mm-hmm. but just being able to budget your time process and stay active i think it's key and I think you're very good at budgeting your time, Pete, because I'm seeing you on Instagram. You're going to weddings, you're managing <laughs> yeah, your business, yeah. but you also help in the community. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, you know, honestly, that's more recent. You know, when you own a business, when you first start out, the first two years, you really have no time, right? So you're like, oh, I got to put in the work. I got to make sure this this cogwheel is turning smoothly. It's like, yeah, oh, of course, yeah. you're like pushing this thing. Um, but I got to the point, and actually it was COVID. Mm. that got to my breaking point so that's my third kind of turning point mm-hmm. where I was like March 18 the governor was like hey shut down your business we're like how oh, am I going to pay my staff yeah. oh, how, am I, how am I going to pay I don't I don't want to care about myself like, I could just eat with like rice and beans and I'll yeah. be fine like I'll, I'll survive I'll figure it out yeah. but like my staff like oh man I can't pay for my staff oh, like, what am I going to do yeah. and so for like about a week like I was so stressed out like I'd never been so stressed out of my life I, would, I couldn't sleep 
my jaw locked up on me because I was just like just like clenching my jaw mm. and like yeah. it was so I was like oh like tossing and turning in bed but I got to a breaking point spiritually where I was like like God like what am I going to do and he's like just just give me the business remember back when you had that's why I said it before remember back when you had nothing mm. and just trust me and I was like oh yeah that's a good reminder thanks for reminding me <laughs> so I forgot I gave him nothing because you, yeah. you get caught up you know we're always like uh, yeah, yeah, we're so yeah. distracted sometimes with life and so at 2020 was a year where I was like, okay, you know what? You're right. It's okay if I lose the business. You know, it's okay if I just lose everything. Anyway, so that's when I started thinking about, okay, wow, I've been burning myself out. I need to give back, you know, because of the people before me, my parents, you know, Skull Pan, one of my mentors, just there are people in my life have given to me. I need to give back to my community. Mm-hmm. And so 2020, I started looking around, you know, thankfully we have good friends that are plugged into ministry around here. And so mm-hmm. I started started slowly it wasn't like oh yeah I'm gonna do this like for me I'm kind of a slow slow burn kind of person and so I was like uh should I go to Parks and Streets Ministry which is a local ministry for homeless uh, people that are homeless and you know um, disserviced and so initially it was like ah should we go like as a group like no we're okay okay let's not go then it'd be like like good peer pressure it's like no 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 let's go and like I started going I started going you know being introverted it all goes down to like knowing yourself right in my logical mind, like, why would I want to give more of myself when I give so much in my week to my patients, to my staff? But I was like, you know what? I made almost not like a vow, but like somewhat of a promise to God. I was like, hey, God, you've been so good to me. Like, if there's anything related to ministry within my, within reason and within my power and energy, I'll say yes. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I started going more. Every week started going. And then it's, it's crazy how God can transform your heart and your energy tank. And because I started going, I started getting more energy, mm. and so I almost became more extroverted in ministry because That's of, awesome. because of the reason and the gratitude mm. and just the purpose, you know. And so yeah, I guess now you know I'm involved with different things, but and they're always changing here and there. Um, but uh, I just enjoy it now. You know, I see it as a time to reflect, perspective, give perspective to myself, um, just give without getting paid. That's a whole other thing. And I think that's actually important for people in their life to have something that they don't expect money back. Because mm. you have to tap into some other source. Mm-hmm. And that, I believe, is gratitude. And wow. just uh, emotional kind of uh, positivity. Yeah. And yeah. I think that's an interesting topic of doing something for free. Yeah. I grew up, uh, my parents are Romanian. And mm-hmm. we had chores as kids, obviously, my brothers and I. But we never mm-hmm. got paid for them. Uh, and a lot of our American uh, friends, friends they did. Paid. They had allowances. Yeah. And Maybe that's another topic for a different time. Yeah. It felt like it shaped you? I think it did. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that is a topic for another time because I would love to talk about that too because mm. like childhood and where you're at now affects how we think, the nature-nurture respect, mm-hmm. and there's a lot that goes into that. Um, but yeah, absolutely. On that topic, yeah, so. um, if you could tell five-year-old Pete Lingus uh, something, uh, what would it be? Or Great question. maybe twelve year old yeah. or five. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, pu- the puberty Pete Lincoln's on. He's a lost cause. No, five year old Pete. Um, honestly, I think I wouldn't. Honestly, wouldn't change anything because I feel like the 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 life experiences that I've had were for a specific reason. Because mm-hmm. if I try to change that, I wouldn't be the same person. Mm-hmm. I might still be in Indonesia. I yeah. might. Already be you know doing something else, yeah. not doing physical therapy. Different MCU timeline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the multiverse. Where am I? <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, I, I would maybe just say, hey, 
enjoy your time with your family a little bit more. You know, I, okay, yeah, I did, I have to admit, I played a lot of video games, yeah. Final Fantasy, you know, nice. a lot of RPGs. Mm. So I'd probably tell them, bro, like, stop, maybe you can play a little bit, but, like, yeah. enjoy your time with your friends a little more, which I did. Uh, you know, back in the day, there was no social media, so we were outside Literally on our bikes, you. throwing rocks at people. I mean, what? <laughs> uh, you know, my brother and I would just jump in the sewers and just grab eels. Like, whoa, wait, 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 I've never heard that one before. <laughs> we never did that. <laughs> Dude, we have these, these guts or like these uh, sewers. And uh, yeah, just, there's eels in there? There's eels in there. Literally, oh like, my gosh. Like a scene I mean, from It or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like eight, so I don't know if they were eels or like mutants. I don't know what they were. <laughs> just poop. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like soft poop. No. Uh, but anyways, I'll tell them, hey, just like, yeah, just, I guess like, you know, smell the roses a little bit more. Just like go outside and enjoy a little more. You know, go hang out with your friends a little bit more. Yeah. Um, that's a whole other topic, but like, I think that shaped how negatively I am relationally with people mm-hmm. uh, because of those experiences. I want to hear that. Yeah, I was going to say that. <laughs> yeah. so you're, you're in a business that's very like people-oriented, you know? Yes. So like, I mean, I, I always find like, man, these pe- people who can like deal with people yeah. are the best because like people are so... Oh, trust me. <laughs> we yes. as humanity is very hard to deal with. Mm. Yeah, because like, I'm like, yeah. like I'm a software engineer, so like yeah. if, if something doesn't work, like I know it's like yeah. I can fix it. But yeah. like, when it comes to people, it's like, ooh. yeah, <laughs> trust me. So yeah, so how do you do that? So if that's like the the HR like people management sector of business, right? You delegate. <laughs> so you hire HR person. Yeah, exactly. So you can do that. You can yeah. do if you feel like yourself. You're not a people person. You feel like you don't handle stress very well. Number three, you don't handle conflict very well. You should probably delegate that. Yeah. That's all HR is. You know, yeah. anyone who's worked in a team or worked in a business knows that there's going to be conflicts. There's going to be moments where you're going to have to confront someone that you don't like. There's going to be stressful times when you're like, you can't sleep because this is happening. Work drama happens. It's, yeah. it's a real thing, you know. And so, yeah, I guess. A lot of these things, like how do you how do you handle everything? Yeah. Like it's um, a lot of just finding yourself, like f- going back to like your anchor, like wherever that is. Like I said, for me, it's spiritually, physically, mentally. Just go find your anchor and just kind of yeah, just always go back there. Dealing with people for me took a long time. I was gonna say because you're introverted. Too. I'm more introverted, and I didn't really grow up in an environment where we had a lot of let's say like social interaction so my parents are both introverted oh. as well and so but my dad was an elder of the church so we would go to church often and so I'd see him interact with you know his friends and so that's the interaction and we had a pretty booming social group too so we'd always play you know throw paper airplanes in church (laughs) and so we always ran around up and down the stairs and stuff like that but I never was in a service minded uh, profession the first job when I was let's say 12 was for my dad you know it wasn't really an official job you know just go vacuum his office Mm -hmm. so that was no interaction with people 14 to 17 I was a custodian at at the local college that I was at so Mm -hmm. I had no real interaction just with my friends and I would go do my thing vacuum wipe right. the toilets whatever and that's a whole other thing as yeah. far as like what you should give your kids growing up <laughs> labor jobs <laughs> yeah. and so it got to the Fine. point all the way up to my residency year and that's why that was another pivotal moment because he's like like what why are you doing the things that you're doing like do you even care for people and that mm. kind of like was a triggering moment because I'm like man I got defensive for a moment yeah. I was like hey I do care for people like I just invested this time but I actually processed and I looked at how I interacted with my patients. It was very much like a like an agreement, just like a 
like yeah, just like transactional. Here, transactional. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's a good yeah. word right there. Very transactional. Like yeah, I cared, but how much did I care? Mm. You know. And so Shoot. then I started learning. You know what? I learned about my personality, how much energy that I had. So that was a big thing. It's like oh, that's why sometimes I'm like super interactive. Others, I'm, other times I'm not. And so just learning about that, and then so reading a lot of books, honestly too. You know, there's different. What's different, a good uh, book? Uh, I guess for people who are watching, who are kind of introverted, and they're like, oh, I don't. What's yeah, a good book? What's a good yeah. resources? Honestly, like how to win friends and influence people. Yeah, like, of that's course. A, yeah, <laughs> of course, right? Big DC, big DC, Dale Carnegie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just like just yeah, just being just diving yourself into it too. And so as I learn how to interact with my patients better mm-hmm. then the next step is how do you interact with your staff right yeah. that's the hardest part what do you think of like um, staff wise like what do you think of like hiring people that you know or friends or in family yeah because oh. I you know I just yeah I just want to know your thoughts yeah so I work with my mom which okay. is a great blessing because nice. I wouldn't be able to go to Italy without her oh yeah Ooh, shout, out so, yeah, no, shout out mom shout out mom I think, again, it goes back to your personality and how well you communicate, just like with any relationship, right? And so I think it's okay if you hire your family, your friends, if you truly know them, if they're truly there to, to protect you, truly there to um, provide for the, the same mission and vision and push you in the right direction. Um, but that's like a working experience. As far as like partnering, that's a whole other thing. Like business co-business owners, yeah, it's a marriage. Mm. Even though you're friends and buddy buddies right now, are you committed mm-hmm. to it long term when things go bad? Just like a marriage. So, yeah. you, so my dad is always the one that unfortunately has been burned before. So he's like, just just do it yourself. Mm. You know, just, so are you solo founder or are you? So it's my parents and I. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Mm. So definitely, um, I would recommend it only for certain people. Mm. Okay. It depends your dynamics of of your relationship with your parents or your friends mm-hmm. um, but generally if my dad was here he'd say no <laughs> yeah. don't do it hire someone else yeah uh, yeah so yeah because I've heard both sides because they're like yeah. oh because it gets awkward because if it doesn't work out then it's like yeah. yeah and it's happened trust me I've learned from experiences there's going to be some awkward moments where you hire your friend and it doesn't work out you're yeah. like dang bro like I'm sorry like it's just not working out um, and you can take the approach of like trying to squeeze what you can and just try to make it work but then the, that cogwheel is like not turning smoothly right. yeah. and you get stressed out that everyone gets stressed out like the whole point is we're a team we gotta get this wheel moving smoothly right. and if one person isn't holding their weight whether it be your friend your mom or whoever it is yeah. like you gotta have that confrontation and figure things out and have like a coming Jesus moment to figure yeah. it out yeah. Yeah. Sweet. it's not gonna go yeah yeah so, that's awesome yeah. well, what do you do for like um, like what's your like lead funnel I guess look like is it kind of like do you run like ads I mean you don't have to like go with super details like Trade how do you secrets. Like, <laughs> I was like yeah, I don't, I don't like, mind yeah. yeah like how do people like find you or I mean you can talk about your you know like oh like how do you people find you or, yeah no honestly marketing is my next venture I love marketing I love yeah. the idea of helping more people and to help more people, you have to get your name out there. Exactly, yeah, right? of course. It's, yeah. it's, it's honestly, marketing is the lifeblood of any business. Right, yeah. So if you don't market, which is about probably 70% of medical practices. Yeah. I've talked to so many medical practice owners who um, may not have time to market. They may want to, but they may not have time. Yeah. And so, so for myself, um, I'm in an interesting experience because I went to school here. Uh, people know me. They know I'm a physical therapist. 
Um, I've been here for quite a number of years, so a lot of people again know what I do. And so a lot of it is word of mouth. And that's okay. the number one thing. Any business grows organically with word of mouth. Right. Yeah. But that creates like ebb and flow in referrals. Yeah, yeah. There's no actual system. There's no actual funnel. Like yeah. It's just like, oh, whatever. It's yeah. like, whatever. It's like, right, good luck. And yeah. again, it works. Yeah, it works. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, for sure. But as a business, as you start to know your numbers, and that's like a key point, know your numbers is why is why are my numbers going up and down? Mm-hmm. Well, it's because you're doing word of mouth marketing, which mm-hmm. is very inconsistent. And so I guess going back to answer your question, like what's what's the lead funnel? Um, it's actually online, like website. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. And so Google searches. And so for me, um, as we've kind of revamped our website, as we've bought into um, like a service in a sense to kind of help market for us online, you'll find us more. Our diversification of patient cases now has become more sports cased, more sports oriented. We get people come in like, hey, I'm always curious, hey, how'd you hear about us? Oh, actually, we Googled you and you came up and we love your website. Oh, cool, awesome. Yeah, yeah. So I guess for me, what's worked right now, number one, word of mouth. Number two is online, you know, SEO type stuff. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, 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 right. <laughs> and then number number three is what we've put our work into is direct marketing, direct to consumer, mar- consumer marketing. And so what that means is going to events, just the good old-fashioned stuff. Oh, going to events, like going directly to the people that you want to help. Okay, going cool. to, let's say, the Lopers, the local running club, and just going to give a talk. Like, I'll be there next Sunday morning for their opening day oh, and to help them out. That's you know, super targeted, too. It's very targeted, yeah. too, you know. <laughs> and just, again, doing things that may not pay you because it's free. Because as the owner, like, you're, you're, you're a team, you're hopefully trying to be a team player. Okay, I'm going to do whatever it takes to bring people in. That way people can be seen, can help people, number one, and help pay my staff. You know, that's yeah. just ultimately what you want. It's awesome. Yeah. Can you uh, see yourself doing this? I mean, obviously, like, only God knows these things, but yeah. can you see yourself doing this, like, like for the next however many years? That's a great question. Everyone always asks me that question. So I'm 12 years deep now yeah. into uh-huh. my profession. I'm seven years deep into the business life. And going back to what I said before, as far as, like, I like change, I like innovation. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah, like growth and impact. And so I always assess, you know, usually it happens around my birthday. I'm like processing, <laughs> where am I at? I'm where old. am I going? <laughs> I'm older after I cry for a bit. No, I'm sorry. Actually, that's a whole other thing as far as age. Like, I, I actually love my age. I don't shy away from it. Like, I feel like, again, every single year, whether it be a, a quote-unquote wasted year or not, God's put you to that, that season of life for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so now, it's almost like, you know, iPhone 1 to like iPhone 14 coming up. Like, I feel like God has given us moments to level up. It's our choice to level up or not. And so the moments where I've actually processed and slowed down has been moments where I've had a chance to level up. So I feel, anyways, that's a little soapbox. But I would say, like, hey, yeah, just, you know, I feel comfortable now and with all the experiences. So pointing me to where I'm going, right? And so as I've learned more about the business, how I want to help people, how, how, how I want to innovate and grow and impact people, um, the next venture will probably look similar to physical therapy, helping people physically. I've actually toyed around with the idea of becoming a life coach mm. because, you know, like I said, I've helped people physically. Uh, the spiritual aspect has helped me so much. I actually want to help people in that spiritual groundedness as well for entrepreneurs. And so I would say in like maybe like five years or so, like I want to shift to more of like an online model, actually. Dude, it's yeah. it's more scalable. It's more scalable, <laughs> and I'll still have yeah. the brick and mortar. Yeah, exactly. I still, yeah. I still want to have that going. 
Um, but I, I love all the books that I've learned, read and learned from and just trying to translate that into helping other people from like a one-on-one -on -one perspective, maybe small group. I don't see myself like lecturing across the world. I don't actually enjoy it. I can, but I don't enjoy that. I enjoy more conversations like these, like helping right. people, um, sharing, giving back to the next generation. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess I'll still be doing physical therapy maybe like one or two days a week maybe, mm -hmm. um, but the other times is running the business Number two is in being involved with ministry and in having like an online type of community where I can help give back to, pour back into. And so that's kind of where my career might go eventually. Dude, that's so awesome, man. Yeah. Are you writing yeah. a book right now? So it's funny. I feel, like, I feel so, like that's where this is going. You know, honestly, <laughs> that's not a bad idea. So Skull Pan, when I was, uh, this was 2012, he's like, he knew, number one, he believed in me, right? Right. Number two, he knew that this was like a pivotal moment of my life. He's like, at that time, I didn't know anything. I was like 22, 23, whatever. He's like, you should write a book about your experience. I'm like, uh, I'm not a book writer. <laughs> and I was like, 10 years later, like literally it's like 10 years ago. I'm like, I should write a book, you know? Yeah. And not to like, oh, like, I'm a great writer, but like this, the experience that I've had have been, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. But, Do you have any other ventures, investments going on? <laughs> yeah, ventures and investments. You know, and again, going back to like impact, growth, and change, and just having more time freedom to do those things. And so, yeah, so I, I bought a house in December 2020. Um, that's kind of like an investment for myself, you know, trying to pay the mortgage is kind of a little different story, right. but that's a whole other thing. <laughs> and so, I've during COVID was kind of an interesting time, which I'm sure millions of others people experience about how the stock market just crashed right. mm -hmm. and just being able to invest money readily, um, you know, not, I don't work for Robin Hood, but, but, you know, like just investing in these like free platforms were, were quite powerful. So I like, I dabble in different things and had the burn of like, oh, emotional pain of like losing money. Emotional damage. <laughs> and so, so now after that emotional roller coaster, now I'm like, Stabilizing at certain investments, which are okay. real estate, uh, which are cryptocurrency, um, and just stocks. Mm. And so that's kind of what I'm doing. And you know, for those that are trying to get into that, it's a great platform. Just again, you have to know your personality, though. Again, it all goes right. back to knowing who you are and what your ventures are. And so I know who I am. I know the things that have what will trigger me. Right. Your risk <laughs> so tolerance. Risk tolerance as well is yeah. key and your financial income is a huge deal. Yeah. Don't be like, oh, I have $1,000 in my savings. Let's put it into that. It's like, <laughs> no, you got to save that up. That's a whole other topic, <laughs> budgeting and savings and whatnot. Yeah. But yeah, definitely. Cryptocurrency is an interesting space right now and that's a whole other topic. But yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So you uh, um, recession. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> politics. No. <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you mentioned that um, you know ramen is one of your you know favorite foods, oh, yes. right? Mm -hmm. You ever dabble into you know maybe going into the food industry or some kind of health um, related? Uh, yes, and so having owning a gym, people always ask you for certain things. Hey, you guys should open like a juice bar right. or have a massage therapist or something else. You know, another added service, mm -hmm. and so. I've actually always loved the idea of like starting my own restaurant mm. for that reason. Oh, for that reason of it supplements what I, the mission that I feel like God's given me. Like help people become more well. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, and that includes nutrition. That's a huge thing. Yeah. Sleep. You know, everything else is important physically too. And so, yes, I've dabbled into like, you know, like there's like Redlands Ramen. You know, yeah, yeah. And so like, I'm like, man, there's a moment in my life where someone approached me to buy a boba shop. 
And oh, I was, snap. Was, was it this like, one right here? Uh, I can't say which one. It was related to this one. But, yeah. <laughs> no. um, and so, yeah. And so I was like, okay, how much was it? Oh, this much money. Oh, okay. Well, I actually have that. Do I have time? Mm-hmm. It came down to time. I didn't have the time. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I, to answer your question, like, I would love to run a boba shop because I feel like there's a lot of potential yeah. to help people. And so, again, if, if the end goal is to help people become better, what are the different funnels? What are different angles you right. can get in? So, yes, I can help them when they're injured. I can help them online now. I can help them now with their maybe foods, yeah. you know, what they eat because yeah. everyone wants to eat. Yeah. And so, anyways, yeah, the restaurant business has always been something that I've loved to explore. But then as I learned more about the ROI in that, it's actually it's not, not great. Yeah, yeah, it's not it's scalable. Very, it's not scalable. Very, like, it's hard to scale. It is yeah. scalable, but it's hard. hard it's low market, yeah. yeah. And so it's like one of the lowest, like 15% ROI or 20% ROI. For sure. Anyways, so, yeah. So, I mean, you said a lot. I have. Yeah, you oh, did. Sorry, we have an hour of content. Oh, man, and, we can do another one of these. <laughs> yeah, we can. It's, yeah. Actually, it's actually kind of um, interesting. because I don't know if I'm going to be able to cut this out. I actually pity Peter because I don't know what I want to cut out. We try to do our... Because, you know, listeners like... Yeah, you know, people not trying to listen to like yeah an hour. Yeah. They're like when you see an hour like that. Yeah, yeah. no, but uh, like we already had an hour. And I feel like oh, okay, like, everything that you said was like it was all really good. Gold, and gold. like I'm like I don't know if I want to like you know give you timestamps to cut. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean I'll cut a lot of dead time yeah, and space right, and stuff. Right. But like, like two parts. Or something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, you know if you could give us a concise sentence yeah. um, as to what you want to leave everyone off yeah. with because you've talked about so many things. You know your personal yeah. experience. You've talked about business and honestly cryptocurrency that's that's a whole different thing that's literally a whole different thing if you want to inspire someone who you think yeah. that could you know yeah. really really benefit off of you know a paragraph what, yeah. what would you want to tell them exactly like someone's listening to this right now it's like what's like the final word that yeah. you want to tell them sure like the final word so there's a lot to say say about it concise it number one it'd be know yourself you know, knowing your personality is important. Knowing what makes you tick is important. Knowing what stresses you is important. And so whether you're 12 or whether you're 52, mm-hmm. like, just put that time into process and learn about who you are. Because that will springboard you and help you create better relationships. Mm-hmm. Running a business is about relationships. So number two I would take away is nurture your relationships. And whether that be a relationship with yourself or a relationship with others. And so that means, again, time spent, quality time, processing time, slow down, you know. Uh, Number three, if you're, let's say, a budding entrepreneur or you're trying to grow something or start something, um, I would say know your numbers. Like, do do your research. And so I guess that's what I would kind of end off with. Okay. Awesome. As the water runs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, this is, you know, uh, yeah. we're starting off. We don't have like a, our own the studio yet. <laughs> hey, I was there too, man. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. So. Maybe RP. one day we get sponsored and there we, go. Yeah. we get our own studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy this happened, by the way. Uh, yeah. man, thanks, guys. Honestly, yeah. this is so fun. Yeah. Yeah. Would yeah. you be interested in a part two? Like, yeah, oh, honestly, yeah. we could do a part two. We like, could yeah. do a 10-part yeah. series. Yeah, we could do a We recycle too. Let's do that precision. It was just an intro. Well, Pete, thanks again for your time. It was a pleasure having you on the show, man. Thanks, thanks so much, guys. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, Pete, um, tag in your uh, Instagram. Oh, yeah, yeah. So sure. how can people find you? Or like, yeah. yeah, and so Instagram is usually the, the most active platform that we use. So it's at precision underscore in underscore movement. 
And so follow us there. You know, if you guys have any questions about injuries or just want to move better or just wants to have a better life, just hit us up. What if they just want to DM you? They can DM me. I'll try to respond back. <laughs> All right. Oh, man, that was good.